0: Welcome back, all of our liberal nuts and pseudo-intellectuals.
1: <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to You've Got a Minute. I'm Eli.
0: I'm Cheyenne.
1: And we are going to be talking about Minute 14, rolling into Minute 15, of the 1998 uh, hit romantic comedy, You've Got Mail, starring Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, Dabney Coleman uh I can't remember the guy who plays Skylarker John uh, your
0: energy's a little low talking about the Fox Boys
1: listen two of them are like a hundred years old (laughs) you can you can understand being low energy here
0: where we left the Fox Boys Mm -hmm. as we closed out minute 14 was they're talking about
1: Jillian Jillian yeah so in the last minute uh Joe Fox was talking about the couch that Jillian had picked out for his dad, Nelson Fox's office, which they are in. They're in Nelson's office overlooking New York. Very big, fancy office. And and, uh, Joe is sort of making fun of Jillian for having tacky taste.
0: I think we just got to call him Joe, Daddy, and Granddaddy. Because (laughs) we've got the screen up and I am confused by all these names.
1: Skylar Fox is the oldest. Granddaddy. Yep. Nelson Fox is the middle one. And Joe Fox is the youngest. They're an American family. <laughs> so uh, they get done talking about the couch, and they actually start talking about a local bookstore on the Upper West Side that's uh, going out of business.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, another independent bites the dust.
0: On to the next. What is masked as a moment of sympathy very quickly turns into finger guns ablazing from Granddaddy. But... One thing is for certain, they are all serial killer capitalists.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're celebrating an independent bookstore going under. Joe starts talking about how he's going to buy out their supply. Nelson asks him details about that. And that's pretty much the whole minute, right? Like, it ends on the line that you quoted, which is... Uh,
0: the. I mean, this would be a pretty long quote on a t-shirt. <laughs> but he says...
1: Perfect. Keep those West Side liberal not pseudo-intellectual readers. Readers, Dad. Arts, they're they're called readers. Don't do that, son. Don't romanticize them.
0: Which just gives color. I mean, this man didn't have to say anything. Again, rewind one minute. The teapot in question <sighs> is all we need to know that these men are rich and getting richer. They're like baby Bezos.
1: They're, yeah, they really are. They're doing so much work to sort of like characterize Joe and where he comes from in the same way that they're doing the same work to characterize Kathleen where she comes from. You see each of them with their people, the way that they're talking about their business, the way that they treat their customers. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're, they're moving that plot forward in the way that you're talking about but they're doing it through sort of character development conversations.
0: And I think what's really wonderful here is that when they're talking about uh, sections of Fox Books that they're going to make unique to this specific location on the West End, there are things that you know, had Kathleen Kelly made these things, like Writers from the West End or New York Architecture, they would have been so lovingly and thoughtfully put together and presented to her patrons, but for here, they hate their patrons.
1: Yeah, Skyler specifically calls it a sop to the neighborhood, which we should definitely talk about. Have you ever called anything a sop?
0: No, I don't know what that means. Yeah,
1: I guess it's something that only octogenarians say.
0: <laughs> Basically saying we're going to pander to these yeah. liberal nut jobs. We're going to pander to the Frank Navaskis, get their money, mm-hmm. and you know what? In 2 years, we'll build another Fox Books down the street.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a really fun moment between all of the the Fox and Sons. Um, again, it, it just sort of depicts their personalities. I almost said it's the only scene where you see Skylar. Um, so it's funny that they added him at all. But he's in the Christmas scene as well, isn't he?
0: Or, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe he, he's passed before that. He's
1: definitely in the Christmas scene. I, I watched it last night. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> yes folks we're still just watching the movie for fun recreationally in <laughs> recreationally between. even though we're watching it so painstakingly slow minute by well
1: minute. listen what we do here it's it's like i'm just getting a bite at a time you know what we do here is like if i have uh like a little like a little tiny piece of pizza at a party and it's like an appetizer you know it's like when you have flatbread as an appetizer and then the next
0: no where does one do that flatbread
1: yeah Little little pizzas. Just little pizza as as part of the appetizers. And then the next night, you're like, man, that was good, but I really want a whole pizza. So that's how it is when we're recording. This is a
0: very specific hypothetical situation that is being presented (laughs) as a universal experience. When we
1: are are recording, I'm just getting a little snack of You've Got Mail. Mm, You want
0: the whole pie.
1: And then later on, I'm like, man, how come I haven't just sat down and watched it again? And so, yeah, I still watch it.
0: There is no natural way to do this, but I've been holding on to something. Did you notice the model of the building in the background of this scene? What about it? Uh, I just never noticed it before. And I thought this was a, like, almost a hereditary moment. And I was expecting the ghost of Cecilia to pop up in the corner and then Tony Collette to rip her head off.
1: Yeah, of course I noticed it.
0: Just dump some books in that (laughs) neck hole.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, so nelson's office here it's obviously not in the same building but it's not in the same building as the bookstore that they're building and so you know yeah he would have a model of it since he's not go- he's too big and important to go down there someone has to bring the building <laughs> to him so he's got a model
0: well, don't make me feel dumb for noticing the model for the first time. <laughs>
1: Come on, you idiot. It's
0: a really beautiful set edition. I mean, all of these things. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how much of the budget went to these details that are never even commented upon.
1: Yeah, so I will say uh, what I did notice when we were watching it last night, and actually uh, we have it paused on this right now. If you look at Nelson's office, there are three Fox sculptures in it. It's, it's a mix of his personality, his identity, which is almost entirely wrapped up in wealth and Fox books, and this woman that he's marrying and her horrible, tacky, nouveau riche sort of decor.
0: And they have a four-year-old child together and, you know, the whole thing is, well, it'd be nice for him to know that his parents are getting married.
1: That is one of the moments that uh, I enjoy most out of this minute of the film, is I've talked a lot about people reacting to each other. I'm like, oh, watch their reactions. But uh, Dabney Coleman there, his delivery is great. He's his kind name of, is Daddy Eli. Daddy Coleman. <laughs> uh, his reaction to Skylar in that moment, like he's kind I'm of sure a,
0: Jillian calls him Daddy.
1: He's tired of his father <laughs> giving him a hard time. And he's like being a little sarcastic with his 100-year-old dad. Where he's like, it'd kind of be nice if Matthew knew that his parents were married. Like it's a subtle jab, but his delivery on it packs a little bit of something extra than what you would have just gotten from the text in the script. And I really, you know, it's one of the few times I'm actually going to talk about someone delivering a line rather than someone reacting to a line. I, I enjoyed nice. it. Yeah.
0: Well, the minute has closed out. Perhaps in minutes future, we will find out if the marriage is out of convenience or quotation, possibly love. Possibly. But until next time.
1: Thank your. Thank your.
0: you for listening to this episode of you've got a minute you can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast and hey if you'd like to leave us a review we would really appreciate that if you'd like to say hi our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you and we'll see you next episode